0: concord massachusetts so i gotta tell you i was excited to go there two of my brothers-in-law actually one of them was pretty excited to go there as well no two then it became three we were on that boston trip that i told you about and golly just about 30 miles or so 30 40 miles not even it's not too far from boston at all just to the west is concord massachusetts One of the, as we did all of our planning sessions that I mentioned to you, we did them over Skype and, excuse me, over uh, Zoom. And we had all kinds of sheets and things that we were going through, Excel spreadsheets and such. And at one point, a brother in law said, Hey, Concord, Massachusetts, I've been there before, and there's some really cool graves to visit. And we were like, "Hmm, Okay, what graves are you talking about? And he said, Henry David Thoreau is buried in Concord, Massachusetts, as well as Emerson. Nathaniel Hawthorne, Louisa May Alcott. So we thought, hmm, that'd be kind of cool to take a look at. And then on one of my opportunities to prepare for the trip, I watched a few YouTube clips, some videos of people touring Concord, Massachusetts. And they went into the Nathaniel Hawthorne home. They went by the Emerson home. They went to the cemetery where these people are buried. And I thought, wow, this is a pretty spectacular town. It's a small little town. So we wanted to visit. But on the way there, another brother-in-law was doing some homework and he Googled about Concord, Massachusetts. And he reminded us, and you probably remember this already, this is where the Revolutionary War began. This is where Paul Revere was headed to on the midnight run, Concord, Massachusetts. So here you have some of the most amazing literary powerhouses of a 70 or 80 year period, mid to late 1800s. Some of the most important literary experts or I guess authors ever in the late 1800s in America, buried in Concord, Massachusetts and the start of the Revolutionary War. But as they say in certain commercials, wait, but wait, there's more. We were trying to visit all these things. We went by the field Uh, Lexington, Concord. These are the places where the Revolutionary War started and they're right next to each other. As we were going by a field, we were talking about that. We were on our way to grab some pizza at a place that was aptly named after Thoreau. Had some amazing pizza. But as we were trying to go to this pizza place, yet another one of my brothers-in-law said, hey, we're going by Walden's Pond, aren't we? Well, yeah, I guess we are. As we looked on the map, we thought, Wow, that it's right here. Should we get pizza or should we go visit that? Then there was some discussion about when the sun was going to set and what time of the day it was currently. And we realized we had about 10 minutes to go to Walden Pond. And so the driver made an executive decision assertively and decided that we were going to go to Walden Pond. We got there and people were leaving in mass. Tons of people heading out because it was almost dark. Well, the sun was almost ready to set. It was still pretty light outside, but the sun was about ready to go down. And so people were leaving. We got dropped off, three of us. We're going to go walk the pond. Matter of fact, one of the brothers-in-law loves literature and wanted to go see this pond and I wanted to go. And another one just wanted to be there to take a hike or whatever. So a couple of brothers-in-law asked us to jump out and go visit. And we hiked around Walden Pond. Now, just some information for you. It is muddy at certain times of the year around the pond, and it's actually not really a pond as much as it's a lake. For those of you that are used to ponds being kind of tiny and you just have one in your backyard and maybe in the uh, northeast or whatever, this is more of a lake. Matter of fact, if you walk around this Walden Pond, it's about a 1.7 mile hike all the way around the pond. So we did the hike because we were trying to find something. And as it got dark and darker and darker, we were the only ones left in this area. Everyone else left. And we wanted to find the place that marked where Henry David Thoreau built a home where he was able to stay out in the, not really the wilderness, but the woods for two years. By the way, who owned these 14 acres where Walden Pond is located and such? His good friend Emerson. These two transcendentalists two of the top three in the late 1800s, two of the most important or I guess influential poets ever of the late 1800s. They, well, maybe even of ever in American history. One, Emerson talked about, according to my brother-in-law, that it would be really important. He kind of philosophized about how great it would be to go live away from it all, away from everything and just enjoy nature. He wrote about it. And his friend Thoreau said, well, can I go live on your land and do what you're talking about in your books? And he did. Thoreau then ended up writing about his practical experience living the, the challenge that Emerson laid down to actually do that. Both of them influenced the world. One taught about it; the other one lived it. Well, this Walden Pond was absolutely amazing. We skipped stones on it just like it does in the uh, when you see a, a movie made by Walden or that has the Walden icon on it. We took pictures all around there. We had an enjoyable time, and then when we got picked up. Our relatives had already picked up some wonderful pizza from, I think it's the Rose Pizza Place or something like that. And it was amazing pizza. It was pretty unique. It had all kinds of yummy <laughs> toppings on it and we enjoyed it. And it was thick, thick-crusted. We loved it. And that was our time. By the way, we did go by Emerson's house. And when we went by, I took a bunch of pictures. It's just right there as you come off of one street and turn on another. There's a big white house and that's where Emerson lived. If you ever get a chance to go back to Concord... Lexington to just 30, 40 miles west of Boston, you're not going to regret it. It's going to be peaceful. Pretty amazing. By the way, the cemetery we went to to see the, where these four were buried, oh my goodness, it is so peaceful. Big trees, wonderful grass. They're buried on a hill. They call it Auth- Authors Row. And it takes a little bit of searching. Once you find author's row and it's labeled there in the cemetery, you'll walk up and you're going to need to really squint on some of the, the cemetery or the, some of the, where the places where these people are buried, because on some of the tombstones, it's completely erased. It's hard to read the word Emerson, or you have to figure out, oh, that's where his wife's buried. That's where his daughter's buried. Oh, he must be buried in the, right there below that massive rock. And you can Google it and see what other people have taken pictures of. By the way, often people will put pens or pencils down or pennies to show the respect for these classical, wonderful authors. Good luck. Bon voyage.